Well, good morning, my friend. It is Friday morning, and here we are at the end of the week and looking forward to the weekend. Um, if I'm right, at first, yeah, first weekend of September, and I'm um, looking forward, actually second weekend, I'm sorry, second weekend of September, and looking forward to God getting us going. I say first because last weekend was Labor Day, and everybody almost dies on those weekends, and here we are. We're back in. The holidays are over. Everybody's going forward. Looking forward to a great day in church on um, Sunday and seeing what God can do going out soul winning. Had a good day of soul winning yesterday and um, got to run into a few people that looks like they're coming to church on Sunday and then was able to lead a couple people to Christ. Always a good day when you get to go soul winning, especially when you get to see people saved. And I'd encourage you now this weekend, let's be busy trying to fill our churches and church members, help your pastor out. Would you do that? Stop making him do all the work. The blessing and the miracle of Maranatha is not because I'm doing all the work. It's because I have people that work along with me as we go forward trying to fill the church and asking God to help us. And God empowers us to do this. And all of that together kind of works. And the miracle happens. And I would encourage you, get involved with your church. Help your pastor out. And um, I promise you, you won't regret it. And if you want to have an exciting church, soul winning and people coming to church, coming down the aisle, getting baptized, it will change the atmosphere of every church. It will give you, well, how America needs churches that are exciting all over the place. Um, too many dead churches. And I'd encourage you to get involved and see what God can do. Now, I want to talk to you this morning about, about actions of a servant. In James chapter 1 and verse 1, the scripture says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. Now, I love how James introduces himself. He says, he said about himself, he goes, a servant of God. James did not say he was the disciple of Christ. He did not say that he was an apostle. He did not say that he was a great Christian or a man of faith. Now, now, and, and now, James understood his position, but and all, but and all he wanted all to understand was who he served. He understood that being a servant of God is the highest position that anyone could hold, and the best goal that any person could achieve. Being an apostle was an honor. Being a disciple was was, was simply doing what he's supposed to do, but to be a servant. Um, that was the highest position he considered that he could ever hold. However, when you think of being a servant, we often don't know the actions of a servant. Now, do we? We say, oh, you ought to be a servant. Okay, so let's, let's look at several actions of a servant so that we can follow those actions in our own lives. So first, a servant recognizes they are a servant. Notice James said, a servant. He, he, he understood, I, I'm a servant. That's what he was saying. You see, it did not matter what position he held. He says, at, 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 he says, the very first thing that I am, I am a servant. Now, underneath a servant, what my master has me to become, that's, that's, that's okay. He says, my, I'm a servant first. He says, maybe an apostle second, a disciple third. But he says, I'm a servant first. Understand, it does not matter what position you hold. At the end of the day, you're still a servant. That's the important thing. I'm a preacher of the gospel, but I'm a servant first. I'm a pastor, but I'm a servant first. I'm a husband, but I'm a servant first. I'm a father, but I'm a servant first. Get this now. I'm a servant to Jesus Christ. That's my 
first and preeminent position. If you took on the servant's mindset, you'd find that many of your problems with others and in life would be resolved. Second, a servant serves. So I know this sounds obvious, but I'm afraid most believers have not gotten past the obvious. Our life as a believer is not about us. It's about serving. You'll never find the joy in the Christian walk that you're seeking until you start serving as a servant. There is joy in serving and not in being served. I hope you get that. When you stop looking for people to serve you and you start serving others is when you discover true joy. Now, if you expect others to serve you, you will be you're going to be disappointed. When you become a servant and serve is when you find the fulfillment in everything that you do. Life cannot be about you. Servants are never about themselves. They're all about serving. Third, a servant obeys. A disobedient servant can expect to be punished, and a disobedient believer will find life to punish them. Get this. As a servant of God, you're to obey your master. Now, who's our master? Jesus Christ. A servant's not to obey someone else's master, but their own master. Now, why would you consider obeying anyone else other than God when you are his servant? I'm not a servant to the world. I'm not a servant to my boss. I'm a servant to God. And I've got to understand who I'm a servant to. And to be to obey another master and not my master, Jesus Christ, get this now, then I'm being disobedient. When you got saved, you are, you are not to be a servant of the world, but a servant of Jesus Christ. To serve anyone else other than God is being a disobedient servant. Fourth, a servant helps. Now, this is where true joy is discovered. Living to help others is the greatest task that one can perform. There are many people in this world you could help with God's word. And if you spent your life giving them the help they need, you'll find life to be enjoyed. Enjoyment in life is never found in seeking others to help you, but it's found in meeting the needs of others. Get this now. At the end of every day, you should have made it your goal to say, well, I want to help somebody today. I love it. Yesterday, I led a man to Christ. After it's all done, I, 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 no, I was a lady to Christ. And, and I said, now, my, uh, my, my sister pastor was with me. And I said, do you mind if we help you carry the groceries um, to your door? I said, we don't need to come in. She goes, you've helped me enough with, with showing me how to go to heaven. And she says, and that's the greatest blessing you could help me with. Now, get this now. That I walk away from that thinking, boy, being a servant, that's the greatest thing you can do. Your daily prayer should be that God would lead you across the path of someone that you can help. Fifth, a servant follows. A servant follows one person, their master. Now get this, as a servant of Christ, you're to follow Christ alone. What are we to follow him in doing? He tells us in Matthew 4, 19, follow me. He says, I'll make you fishers of men. I'm to follow Christ in leading others to him. Not to be a soul winner is a disobedient servant. Get this now. If you're not leading people to Jesus Christ, you're not a servant of Jesus Christ. You say, but I do this and I do this. Listen, you follow your master and he commands us. Go ye into all the world. That's our orders. And then he said, follow me. To what? Make, he said, be fishers of men. My job as a servant at the end of the day is mainly to go soul winning. There are scores, 
thousands of Christians who think they're servants of God, and they're not because they're not leading one person to Jesus Christ. There are preachers that are all over America. There's well-known preachers. They preach in churches all over the place. They never lead one person to Jesus Christ. They're a lazy preacher, and boy, because they're not being a servant. They're about trying to get everybody to recognize them. Get out and lead someone to Jesus Christ, my friend. Good night. I'm tired of these lazy preachers and lazy Christians sitting there and not trying to go out and lead somebody to Jesus Christ. This world is going to hell, and here we sit here, and we don't do anything we're worried about. We're, we're, we're trying to promote ourselves and our ministries and our and our buildings and how big we are and, and, my, and my home and my car. Hey, go reach somebody for Jesus Christ. That's what we're supposed to do. You're not a servant. Listen to me. You're not a servant of God. You may be saved. Well, let me change this. You are a servant, but you're a disobedient servant of God. If you're not leading people to Jesus Christ, that's the commission. That's what he commanded us to do. And not to do that is to be a disobedient servant. Now, are you an obedient servant? Do you seek to please Christ? When you see others, you should say that you're a, you say, I'm a servant of Christ. Your life should exemplify a servant, and you won't have to tell anybody you're his servant because your actions will show it. My friend, you know what this world needs? is for God's people, get this now, to become servants of God. How? Go tell somebody about Jesus every week. Make it your life to tell people about Christ. Serve him. Make him your go make him at the end of the day. Help others. And the best way to help others, tell somebody about Jesus Christ. By doing so, you become an, an obedient servant and not a disobedient servant. Well, my friend, I hope this helps you today. Hope it challenges you to, to, to go out and do something for God, to serve God as you ought to. Now let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.